Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. It's your host, David. I'm kind of the host, but there's hey, what the I was going to say, you there's just kind of gave yourself host, that title. Uh, <laughs> I am the host. Episode, um, and over there in all the way in Orlando, Florida, we have... Seth. Thank God you didn't say Fuzzy Land because I, no, I was like, I'm so tired of that gimmick. I know. Yeah. That I was, gimmick's washed up. I was going to bring it up before, but then I didn't do it. So I'm glad you didn't say it because I would have punched you through the computer. <laughs> I believe it because you are the true puncher. Ooh, that's exciting. Yep. I'm here in Orlando, side of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> side of the Pro Bowl and home of the national championship. Holding UCF Knights. That's true. That's true. Perfect. Which they're honoring Facts. at the Pro Bowl. Are they really? Yep. Oh, nice. That makes me want to go. That's yeah. All the Jaguars players. That's true. Because they got some time off. Yeah. That is also true. Uh, <laughs> we're using this safe space as a break from that. Who, who are you? We're here with the Maxwells. Oh, so this is your host, Andrea. <laughs> and I am not your host. This is not my podcast. Christopher Maxwell. Non-host. Not, Chris hashtag likes not to, my podcast. Hashtag not my podcast. <laughs> oh. Chris likes to be as far away disassociated from things that could go bad as possible so that he can say, I told you so. But no, that's sometimes not true. he also likes to I'm making fun of you <laughs> being in the thread going, not my Teen Titans when they announce a Teen Titans movie. <laughs> not my God of War. Because you, not my God of War, not my Kingdom Hearts We three. don't need to get into the God of War babble yet. Well, hold Sorry. on. Not my Spider-Man. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. Peter Parker, no, I'm Miles Morales. Not my Spider-Man. Not my Yarn Not my Yoshi. Nazi Captain America. <laughs> oh, gosh. We don't need to revisit that. That was great. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> um, but By the way, guys, energy. Seth, energy. Energy, Wait, Seth, energy. 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 <laughs> guys, we're brought uh, to you by Five Star Energy. You know, guys, you may think Seth doesn't care and he's just a savage. Which may be true 80% of the time. But the 20% happened today when he said, Guys, we need to pick it the hell up. He, he gave us we a need pep to talk. amp it up. He Who's wanted it amped. Up? And so I am 100. Yes. 100? Amp, amp this baby up. I mean, I got the C4 in the middle of the kitchen table that we I haven't taken yet. We all sniffed it. Oh. We all, <laughs> we all snorted it. <laughs> All right. You had so much that you can't remember doing it. <laughs> it's all gone. It is, it is a memory loss. Blue streaks, blue streaks in my nose. What happened to all the C4? Dude, you snorted it all. Um, so, with, Sorry. with all this energy, uh, Seth, go ahead and kick us off with what have you played this week? Oh, um, so I finished. Oh. Hova! <laughs> What? You went, oh. At least yeah. that's what we picked up. And, and if you didn't say that, people who are listening are like, what the hell did Krista? But in the in the headphones, you literally went, oh. Yeah, I know. I was I was hesitant. I was going to complain about me always going first on this. But well, don't go first because no, I can go first if you want. No, I'm already going. All right. All right. He's so I finished running. Assassin's Creed Origins. Woo. Um, Yay. Uh, I think I made... A, Pretty much most of my thoughts clear on it <laughs> last week, um, but I just I have to give a shout out to the ending. It was really bad. <laughs> nice. It was. Was it what you foresaw? Uh, say again. Was it what you foresaw? 
Um, no, actually. The one thing that we talked about was not even in the game. Um, oh. Which, which it's, it, it confounded me. Like, um, and I guess they're saving that for future DLC, but I, which I think is completely stupid if they're doing it, because I shouldn't have to pay extra money to see the fulfillment of the story where I already know the ending. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get the DLC, I don't care. Um, but yeah, the, the ending, it was, it was really weird. It, it sort of snowballs at the end, um, where you meet, um, a bunch of characters who just one by one by one that you're, that you're, you're ticking off the kill list. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, here's the big bad guy that killed your son at the be- beginning. You know, he's a guy that you haven't seen at all the entire game before, which was really annoying. It's like, why do I care about this guy? You, you put him in front of me and said, this guy is in, this guy is in charge. Go kill him. And I'm like, well, whatever. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> um, and then so you kill him. And then it... it, it uh, God, there's this... So the, the, the main crux of the story is kind of Bayek, the assassin... Well, the, the, the pre-assassin and his his relationship with his wife because um, at the beginning of the, of the game their son gets killed and so they both go out on their, these quests for revenge and it it sort of takes them into different places um, and then right at the end of the game like uh, I hated it so much his, his, his wife is just like no I, I'm, I, I, I don't love you anymore we can't we can't do this not not like in a malicious way she's just like I have to go off and be an assassin now and so I can't have you in my life at all and I was right. just like, what? This is, it's, it was such a bummer. And then you take control of her in Rome to go kill Caesar, uh, which I thought was weird because Caesar was in the game for like five minutes. Um, <laughs> but, but first, it, it, you have to fight um, this other boss that, you know, sort of showed up out of nowhere and was apparently one of the guys in, that was also in charge of killing your son at the beginning. Um and so th- this is one of the things I, it, the, the ending, it, it left this terrible taste in my mouth. Um, it sort of ruined my opinion of everything that had led up to it. So um, like you're playing with Bayek and you, and you go through all the game and by the end of it, you're sort of like this hulking monster that no one can kill. Um, okay. And then you go and you switch to Aya, and he, he, she has none of the upgrades, <laughs> none of the weapons, um, none of the. And I was just, I died over and over and over. Um, and this is probably just because I was playing a nightmare mode, which is the hardest difficulty. Yeah, that's that's that one's on you there, bud. Well, sure, but it, it, it hadn't really been a problem. Hadn't been a nightmare most of yet. the game up till then, but the thing is, like, I. I had two hits basically, and then I was dead, and had to restart the battle and sit through all this stupid dialogue that they talk <laughs> to each other while you're fighting. And it's, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't take this anymore. Ubisoft has a thing with skipping their dialogue; like they do not want you to do it. Like yeah. it's it's like, dude, sometimes people are gonna die, and they don't want to sit through the twenty minutes <laughs> of um, exposition. Yeah, like we it. don't we don't want it. Well, I mean, it it wasn't necessary. It wasn't like a cutscene of it, but it was during the battle. Like I was fighting uh, this guy, okay. and it was in battle banter. Um, and you know, the first time, first of all, the things they were saying were kind of dumb, and they didn't really <laughs> make sense as responses to each other. 
But it was fine the first time I heard it. And maybe the second time. But, like, by the 20th time, <laughs> oh, I yeah. was so... I was so done. When I finally so... killed him, I was like, Yes, this is it. It's mm-hmm. over. It reminds you go through, me... Oh, go ahead. You go through yeah. and, and you kill Caesar in this cutscene, and it's just like, whatever. I don't care about this guy. It I is... mean, it's sort of a big deal because I know who Caesar is. Um, but other than that... It was just sort of, and then and then the game ends with her writing Bayek a letter, and she's like, "I'm no longer Aya. My name is now Amonet." Um, and I was just, and they, <laughs> it was, they presented it. It it was supposed to be some big like reveal, but it it was a name that doesn't really mean anything to anyone <laughs> who hasn't played Assassin's Creed Two in like the past year or something. So it sounds like none of these bad guys were as fleshed out as good old Charles Lee. No, Charles Lee was great. He was in the (laughs) game. As much as people don't like Assassin's Creed 3, um, and my opinion of it has definitely soured over time, um, but Charles Lee was great. He was a a terrible person, but he was in the the game the whole time, and you're always looking for him. But in this one, it's just like right at the end, it decides to throw a bunch of people at you and say look at all these conspirators that were there and you're somehow just supposed to care (laughs) and i didn't care (laughs) it was stupid i didn't want to kill these people (laughs) i wanted to kill cleopatra the person who i saw most throughout the game and then saw her betray me and then the and then the game ends with the girl in the room with her the girl who eventually kills her and she's like Become a better queen for Egypt, and she leaves the room. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is, this is the final interaction between this, the one person that she should probably want to kill most, and she's just gonna, you know, just, just do better. <laughs> just go ahead and, and go, good try. And you know, uh, I don't even and care it, that people got this spoiled on this game. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, and, and that made the scene so much worse is that because I know, eventually, she's gonna kill her. So why didn't you just do it then? What? Why? Next why would game. you withhold this from me, Ubisoft? Next it's game. The one thing that I wanted. That's why. They need a material for the next game. DLC. I don't, I don't want a sequel to this game. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get like, some DLC. I, like I don't want a direct sequel to this one. You're gonna get it. It's only gonna be available on the PS Vita, though. <laughs> it's only gonna be available on a Game Boy Color emulator <laughs> on your phone. And so and the first DLC is already out. And apparently, Aya and Bayek meet back up in the game. And Smash? Uh, which is sort of... I mean, I, I kind of want to go on YouTube and see what their interactions <laughs> are. Because based on the ending of of Origins, they she was just sort of cut him out of his life. And so I don't know how they're going to write that in. And she, she went off to, to live in Rome. I don't know why she would be back in Egypt. <laughs> What on earth? Yeah, it just sounds like they literally happening? had a focus group meeting. What could we possibly put in this game? Because we got about two hours of content here. So and then someone goes, so Caesar, confusing. Cleopatra, but we don't kill her because we want them to go play the old games that are actually good. Yeah, it was weird. Also, there's this this one thing that continues to bother me. So all the bad guys in this, uh, this, this order... Um, they, they're not called the Templars in this one. They're the Order of Ancients. They all had these code names, like the lion and the hippo and the scarab. You know, they were all like um, <laughs> names of animals. And so in, in the very the scene where all of them get together 
um, and they they end up killing Bayek's son. They they're talking about this guy named the Snake, and then at one point in the game, you kill a guy you think is a snake. You find out he's a hippo. Um, you know, classic bait and switch. But yeah, then one animal with the exact opposite of the animal. <laughs> but then you never find out who the snake is or kill him. <laughs> never. <laughs> they never reveal it. I it's mean, just like they forgot. Bold, bold move. Bold. That's rough. And yet none of this, what? I am not surprised by any of that. Any of what you've said the past two episodes. And I'm just very thankful that you're done talking about it. No disrespect to you. I'm just, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful I'm, I'm done talking about it, too. <laughs> um, I don't so, know. So with I that, go to... ahead and give it its suplex certification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. I'm going to withhold that. Just like they withheld the killing of Cleopatra. <laughs> so, you know, there you go, Ubisoft. Nope. You, unscr- you don't scratch my back, I don't scratch yours. Nope. Not now, is there anything else you played this week? Yeah, so after that, I started playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's a... One of my favorite games of all time. So, I have... It, it's weird coming to this game, since I sort, I sort of play the Kingdom Hearts games in, in a weird order. <laughs> because you you played all the weird Game Boy ones and not yeah I played I played the Game Boy the Advance one ones. and then the DS one and then the 3DS one before I ever played Kingdom Hearts one, um, and so it's really weird go- going like coming back from the 3DS one which is clearly the most advanced one like in 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 game mechanics and 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 just um, like how the, how the worlds work and stuff right and it's so. Like tedious, it's hard for yeah. It's really there are times that it's just like, God, I wish I was playing one of the newer games, <laughs> just because everything's just sort of, everything's smaller and and every and everything happens kind of slower. Um, yeah, RPGs don't age well sometimes. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, and the dialogue in this game is so like, it's not necessarily bad, but it's so weird every cutscene because there are these huge pauses in between people talking, and there's no background music whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so awkward watching these cutscenes. Like, and I don't want to skip them because I want to actually see what's happening. Even though, like, I know the ending of the game, but I don't know the content that that's actually happening because I haven't played the game before. But it's just like it's hard to sit through some of the stuff that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, this is another thing that is, of course, self-inflicted because I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty. Um, <laughs> Which I don't so, blame you because Kingdom Hearts games are fun to play on that difficulty. Yeah, and it's it's mostly been fun. But there are sometimes these bosses where, like, I, I assume the difficulty, it, it seems to be made for people who have played the game once already and know how the bosses work because they're, like... When, when I fight bosses, I get, like, one, two hits, and then I'm dead. And I have to go back, like, you don't even start right, like, when you die and, and select continue. You don't start right at the beginning of the boss fight. You, you go back to the safe point. Yeah, it's just, and it's just like, oh, my God. Uh, and so it's so hard for me to just even survive long enough to figure out the patterns <laughs> of the bosses to, to figure out how to survive and beat them. Um, so that could, that could be pretty tedious. Uh, but I'm having a good time. It's 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 easy 
knowing, like, like I'm able to give it a little bit of grace because I know it's a, it's a, it's a very old game, and I have seen the, you know, the future improvements that they make to it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. Nice, nice. So, Chris, yeah, what have you been playing? Really much, pretty, really much, really much, really, really much? much, much of nothing. Uh, s- same two games I've been playing. I downloaded this mobile game uh, just because I'm trying to find. I'm trying to play some more mobile games just because I don't know. I haven't really. I still haven't played a lick of the Switch. Um, Andre is kind of handling that, which is fine. So I've been trying to keep myself occupied with mobile games. Sometimes if I get to a client's house early or something like that, I need something to do. Um, so I downloaded this game called. Guns of Boom, which is a mobile game. Mm. It's got like 10 million downloads. I know I always talk about mobile. I keep mobile games alive, apparently. Yeah, you do. Um, It's built pretty much just like CSGO with like Borderlands-type graphics. And what I love about it is that it shoots for you. So as long as... So you just move? As long as you put the the cursor on the person, it automatically shoots for you. So Seth likes to play stuff on nightmare mode. I like to play stuff on suck the <laughs> passive. <laughs> Pretty much, you play half the game, fifty percent. You know, fifty percent. Um, it's pretty cool. It's fun. It's just a mindless, stupid cooperative shooter. Um, and I've been playing the other two games that I've been playing: Luigi's Mansion, which I'll probably never finish, even though it's only six hours. <laughs> and uh, I've been playing Monsters Legend a lot. Still going strong on that. I really like it. It's everything I'd want in a Pokemon game. So I hope somehow Nintendo, someone at Nintendo, has played Monster Legends and they decide to incorporate some of the some of the art and some of the monsters. The in art it. of the monsters are it's it's just, phenomenal. Like how it's how crazy how good it are. is. Yeah, yeah they're I love gorgeous. It. I don't even um, play the game. I just like the, to the issue is, monsters. The issue is you never unlock them because no. they're, it's riddled with microtransactions, which I was super tempted to spend $2 to get a monster today, and Andreas said I could, and I decided against he it. He looked like Jason. He looks like Jason. He's a legendary monster. He's got, he kind of looks like a cross of Jason and Casey Jones. Yeah, he's awesome. But I decided against it because. You guys are suckers for Jason and Casey Jones. That's true. So I, I, he's I, perfect. I stood, he's a perfect firm. monster. I stood firm and I, I, I ain't giving you my real money, at least not today. I'm proud, but also a little disappointed. Well, I'm sorry I disappointed you. <laughs> now it's your turn. Oh, so I've been um, playing Odyssey. Nice. And nice. so I got stuck and I got super mad. She got stuck in the couch. From playing it too uh, long. No. In the I crevice? Got, in the crevice <laughs> of the Stop it. No, I didn't. But No, I didn't. Uh, so I got stuck. <laughs> Are you sure this sounds like something that would happen to you? Sh- shut up. It has... Not on shut. these couches. I can't get stuck on these new couches that we have. So anyways. So I got stuck on the Lost Kingdom because I couldn't figure out what the heck I was doing. And I kept dying from the, from the goop and from the stretchy caterpillar guys. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And my my hat was gone. So they the stupid bird took yeah. Cappy, and I'm like, this effing bird. I hate I hate you. <laughs> Birds bird up. Yeah. So I actually went over to Melissa's this past weekend, and she showed me what I had to do. Nice. And I'm like, wow, I'm a way fucking, to go, Melissa. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so then I came home and I did it, and I got through. And the level is so that level is really fun. Yeah. With the stretchy caterpillars. The stretchy caterpillars is probably my favorite hat transformation. Yeah, he those were really fun to turn into. I loved them. Um and so 
But I got through that that area really quickly because there's no boss to defeat on that one because you're just right. trying to get back up to the cloud people. Yeah. Um. So I got through that and it was a success. So, and then my switch died and then I charged it. So. Seems like the ongoing problem. No. No, it's not. The switch's battery life undocked is pretty bad. Yeah, I guess it is a little bit bad. So. It, that's what I'm saying. It's the ongoing problem, not you being bad at the game. No, I thought I thought you were implying that I don't charge my phone, my switch. That you don't charge your switch? Yeah. Oh well, you forget to charge the switch too. No, I don't. I always have it docked. Always when I'm not playing it. It's just the battery life doesn't last very long. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you forget if you forget to charge it. On top of the biggest, the biggest issue that I know of with the switch is the fact that. It's battery life undocked is really bad. It's like two hours or something. Yeah, it's it's like four. Four? Four. Are you sure? One hundred. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You're not just fanboying, fangirling hardcore. No, we're I'm I'm a hundred percent. I mean, okay. I'd give it a it, soft. It lasts four. through like <laughs> it lasts soft, through like three a episodes. Soft four. A soft three episodes four. of magicians, at least. So that's three hours, right? So that's at least three hours. So yeah. that's on Zelda, a very taxing game. Yeah, All right, okay. that's true. Um, so we are trying to Skype call Seth back. To be fair, so he's going to disappear for a couple of minutes. That's okay. But I am going to talk about the game. I, I, I don't know if she was done. Oh, oh no, are you done? I am done. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You made it seem like you had something to say. Um, no. Okay, David. Um, so I beat two games this week. Whoa! Well, achievements. Me, I beat a DLC this week. Okay. And I beat a game this week. Ooh. So I beat um, Mario Rabbids Battle Kingdom. Um, did, you, did he say that last week? No, no. he said he was fighting was that on, boss. Uh, okay, you were on. Yeah, 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 yeah that's gotcha. um, boss. Which, holy crap, was that final <laughs> boss? Um, it was rough. It was very annoying. Bowser is the final boss, um, which I don't think that spoilers because it was a Mario game. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, I mean, who and, else is the boss? Um, so it's like just Bowser with this generic uh, digital dragon type thing, um, and it's not even like a rabbit's Bowser; it's just legit straight Bowser. Hmm. Um, so um, I, that was really fun. Um, I did have to. I don't want Seth to hear this, but he's going to. Um, I think. Um, but I had to look up how to beat the final boss um, because the mechanic used to stun him in his third set of life was not in any other portion of the game. Hmm. Hmm, that's weird. And so I didn't know how to do it. And so I would get him to his third set of life and die. And I did that for about a week straight, and it was very frustrating and so I had to look up how to do it. And then once I saw that one piece of the puzzle, uh, I was able to beat it very quickly. Um, and I wrecked him. So, wrecked. <laughs> and then he died. Um, yeah, he died pretty swiftly. Retribution came. Um, and it, it was, I would, uh, I don't know if I gave it an official rating before. I don't know. Um, You've I don't been think playing you, it for six years. I know. I don't think you ever did, though. 
It's like that movie Boyhood where they shot the boy for like 19 years. I feel like your Mario Rabbids is your boyhood of your life. Well, where we've been following <laughs> it since its inception. Um, I have finally beat it. It took me a while, uh, but I'm here. I mean, so, dude, I, I can't, I can't knock you, dude. Dude, I, mean, I know. Literally, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion, going on like three weeks to a month. It's a six-hour game. <laughs> That's like my status. That's pretty bad. Uh, Mario Odyssey is like a thirty or forty-hour game. I know, no, but, no, no, no. But you know? It's fifteen at best. Although I did get di- I did get discouraged because when Melissa pulled up her Odyssey game, oh of course she is her game was on the last world of course, and she's like, okay, so what world are you on? I'm like the Lost Kingdom, and I see her just going through all of the worlds I haven't gone through, and I'm like, I thought I was close to being done, and clearly I'm not. Well, you wouldn't want to be close to being done. You barely. Well, no, it seems I, like you barely played. No, it. I know, but I was. It was just like, holy crap, there's so much more. Like, like the, where I'm at in the story, you think that you're like yeah, close yeah. to being done. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they're gonna, be, they're gonna, they're gonna throw a loopy dupe. Oh, the debates are real. They're gonna throw a whirly dirly at you. So I wanted to comment on something that you guys both kind of brought up. Uh, I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a lot of pride in like going and looking something up or something. Literally, if I can't figure something out in five to ten minutes, I will. I do have no shame. Okay, I tried to look up where I was stuck. On Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure it. I couldn't find it. I think that game's also, like, more open. Yeah. To where you have to really kind of pin, accurately pinpoint where you're at in the game. I also think um, the re- what I was supposed to do was common sense, so no one was going to make a video on it. Like, it was literally, <laughs> like, that dumb. It was like, I hey should have realized we're, what to do. We're talking to the guy who's looked for glasses on his face. <laughs> I mean, so... Everybody, everyone at this table wears glasses, and everyone has had those durfy durf moments where we forget the glasses on the face or the hat that's on our head or the key. Where are my keys? They're on the carabiner on your waist, bud. Where you I, put just, them I, I mean, I, it's, it makes me sound like an elitist jerk, but I just think it's a weakness. I think with the way we are now, um, and Seth is back, I hope. Right? Okay. Yay. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about if we think looking things up to beat a video game is weakness because I had to look up a uh, part of the um, a part of the Rabbids Kingdom final boss um, because the mechanic used to stun Bowser was not in any previous portion of the game. <laughs> so it was very like I didn't know to do that. Um, and so I just and uh, to wrap, to catch you up real quick, um, uh, Chris is not ashamed <laughs> to look things up, but I don't like to do it, and I kind of hate doing it. But um, it finally made me mad enough that I did it. I don't know. I guess it depends on the game for me. Like, I had to look up something in, in Kingdom Hearts the other day. Not necessarily a strategy of how to how to beat it, but I was I just kept encountering this thing where, where I would... I would die in in one hit and on an attack that seemed was impossible to avoid um and so i had to look up if i was doing it wrong or if that's just how the game was and it turns out that's just how the game was um yeah so if i'm if i if depends on my emotional investment in the game i guess like there are some that I want to try and figure stuff out, but then, but I, I can also always reach a point of frustration where I just, you know, want to move past something and 
so figure out and look up how to do it yeah so that's where i was i beat mario rabbids and i would say it's suplex certified nice uh, i figured it was great um i got some nice feedback from the developers on twitter which i got to get a hold of them to see if i can get an interview with them um because i tagged the studio just on a whim i do love a ton of people, dude. Like your from phone the, got blown. A ton up. of people from the, that worked at the studio were liking my tweet. Like people that weren't verified, but their job title was like, like water boy at Ubisoft, <laughs> or whatever. Adam Sandler so, at Ubisoft um, Montreal. I mean, as much crap as people give Ubisoft, um, and some of it's really justified. Um, they do pump out games like this where it's a genuine joy to play them. And um, we appreciate that uh, greatly. Um, I really want to let, uh, after I'm done with DLC and stuff, I really want to let you guys borrow it to okay. see if I'll you give it like a shot because it. it's super fun. But so, Seth, what I was saying was, I have no shame in looking up stuff. Oh but yeah, David sees it as a weakness, and that it, you know, I'm going to hold up the John Cena. Don't give up, Tal, and I don't give up by looking it up. <laughs> I don't see it as a weakness. I'm just lazy. And that's part of it too. Want to do it? I just don't want to put my game down to go. No, no. Let me explain something. I will never, like, like David. David had to look up a part and stuff. I will never look up like a technique to beat somebody. Not saying David did that, but say for example, if I'm playing like I'm a big Gears of War fan, you guys know. If I'm playing Gears of War on Insane, I will never look up like a cheese or a technique to like cheese a boss or something like that. Like I will I will put in the hours. I mean, General Rom on Insane in Gears of War 1 took my brother and I 3 to 4 hours to figure okay. out a, a, a strategy to beat him. And we did it without looking it up and I was like, "No, because you know, I'm like, no, we're not looking it up. No way. No. But like with Luigi's Mansion, a game that's like 18 years old, and I don't know what the hell it wants me to do, and I know I'm wasting my time, I'm going to go and just look up what it is. I'm going to read like the first sentence of what it is, where I need to go or something, and then I turn it off. But it's like stuff like that. It's more or less navigation errors, where a game like Luigi's Mansion has you going literally, oh, go outside, go back to the first floor, go to the second floor, back to the first... And if, yeah. you, if you miss something or if you come back from playing and you don't remember what's going on, I, I'll look it up. And I don't, I don't feel bad because it really doesn't – what tarnishes the game experience is spending 30 minutes on something that I could have just looked up. I don't know. I, that's just me. Well, yeah, it makes you frustrated. Then you're not the, having fun anymore. The second half of the conversation for this is your boy David uh, beat the DLC for – uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild The Champion's Ballad um, which I had to look up most of because um, and I said I see it as weakness and I know like, oh, just, hold, on, hold on a second dude. no 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 you I'm are gonna, literally M. Night Shyamalaning everybody right now oh, because it's very frustrating um, so I didn't have to look up the first Half of the DLC. Whoa. Because the first... And, and I'll explain why. Because... Oh, you better. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild does a thing that I don't like, even though I do consider it the game of last year. Um, where the first half of the DLC um, was highly difficult. And I 
actually ended up enjoying that part of the DLC more than I, looking back on it, I would look on it fondly. Because it was really fun to have to make up these strategies um, to beat all these enemies without getting hit. I actually wish that I hadn't have spoken so quickly on the podcast about how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. Because while it was frustrating, looking back, I enjoyed the challenge. Um, then the second half of the DLC is, in my opinion, a real cluster F. <laughs> because you, keep it PG. you have to go to four different locations. And then upon arriving at those four locations, you're given three riddles to on how to find three shrines. And they are nearly indecipherable, in my opinion. I could not figure them out. I tried my hardest. I'm just really... Maybe I'm just bad at riddles. That's fine. I'll accept it. But if you're bad at riddles, you're going to have to look up the locations of the shrines. Because they're obscure. And the problem is, is there's a couple of shrine challenges in Breath of the Wild. Seth can speak to this. Um, but he probably didn't have as much of a problem with it as I did. Um, where the I just couldn't figure out the riddle, so I just never did the shrine. Mm -hmm. I never found it. Um, I do not so, know that because I finished all of them. <laughs> um, and so once I was in the shrine, I didn't have to look up how to do the shrine. I'm really good at puzzle solving, uh, unless it's a riddle. And <laughs> and if it's a riddle, my brain just turns to mush. And so basically, I, Golem would have eaten you. Yeah. Um, and then what was crazy. And I, I ended up loving it, uh, and I messaged you guys through the whole experience, was beating the final boss of the DLC, which was harder than Ganon even was uh, when the first time I beat the game. Ganon was pretty easy, in my opinion. This guy was insane. He was... He dealt a lot of damage, and it was... For some reason, they put the battle in the rain... So that he could shock you, which was super great. And, but I mean, um, it was it was a really fun battle, and it, um, in my opinion, was the perfect culmination of uh, the DLC because throughout the DLC, you're visiting the four champions, uh, like visiting memories of them, and um, the essentially the final boss of the DLC fights with the same. Um, strategies as each of the four blights, blight Ganons you fight, like Thunder Blight Ganon and stuff like that. Um, he fights similarly to them, but with more powers. So, at the end of it, you get the, the dirt bike, like you've seen already, uh, which was the big deal for the DLC, um, and riding that around is super fun. I bet. Um, it does physically break the game in some instances, like when you're running through trees, it just turns trees into dust unless they're too big and then it'll stop you. But it's really funny. Um, and fighting uh, guardians on the motorcycle is really fun because if you're going so fast and you hit them with the master sword, they just flip on their back. <laughs> <laughs> so these hyper powerful things throughout most of the game that wreck you just can just you become so strong and fast that they kind of don't know what to do. So, uh, it was, it was overall, I don't know if we can, uh, I, in my opinion, I don't know if we can apply like suplex certified to DLC. Um, I don't know if I would apply it to this unless you're good at riddles 
because I don't know how much I would have enjoyed. I know I probably would have enjoyed it more if I was good at riddles because I would have felt more like I was playing it instead of looking up locations to go to, mm-hmm. um, which is what it felt like most of the time. But I promised myself that I need to get better at beating DLC that I buy, and so I am doing it. Um, Props to you. So I'm really hoping that one of my friends, like Seth or you guys, buys Mario Rabbids so we can do the co-op DLC Uh, because it looks really fun. And they like there's like five or six maps, and it looks real cool. But uh, that's what I played this week. And this coming week, just to tease a little bit, I am starting Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Nice. Uh, I don't want to start it until I can start the game on the TV. I want to s- watch the opening stuff on a TV and not on a small screen. Sensible. It, it is better that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um... Real quick, we'll get into the social stuff, and then we will get into the nifty bits. Um, So, social stuff, follow us on Facebook and all other social media at at SuplexTheSticks. Support us monetarily at Patreon.com slash SuplexTheSticks. We appreciate y'all's support. This past week was the most listened to episode within one week that we've ever had, Um, and that's due to you guys. Um, sharing and helping out. We did get like eight or nine shares on this past episode, which is great. So thank you guys very much for the support. Um, we appreciate it greatly. Uh, we're really blessed that we have listeners that care about the show and support us the way that you guys do. Um, some good talk in the Discord chat lately. Um, Chip is in there and a couple other people um, actively sharing news and everything. Wait a which minute. is why we're Chip what? Skylark? No, not Chip Skylar. <laughs> I wish. Not that I don't like the Chip that's in the chat, but um, if I could meet Chip Skylark and have him sing Shiny Teeth and me to me, that'd be great. Uh, but but uh, really, we're going to start tuning down the nifty bits to just news that we ramble off to stuff we can actually discuss um, and flesh out, uh, which I think will be good. I, think so um, I also think just that. like... I don't think. Like I said, I don't what? know that we necessarily need to <laughs> talk about that specific decision on on, on the recording. Well, but it's you know, more so because it people. It's because people in the Discord were sh- have been sharing news back and forth, so it was something I was actually thinking about too. So I mean, I I feel that you guys should be encouraged to share the news. Uh, in there too. Yeah, I think what David was saying is if we don't talk about said news, it doesn't mean we don't. Care we're not. Yeah, right. we're not. We don't care about it. It's more or less condensing it to what we can talk about versus just sharing a bunch of little nifty bits. So, um, <laughs> where to use the name? <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, uh, nifty please. Bits. I sh- I share the Discord every week, so talk to us in there and. Um, yeah, so let's get into the the nifty bits. Like Chris tried to easily segue us, and I That's didn't okay. let it. No, dude, man, you gotta do what you let's, do. Let's start with your favorite piece of news this week. My favorite piece of news this week, and one that is uh, near and dear to my heart, and you guys all know who have listened, is that God of War did get a release date. Yay! Not for March. Nope. 
However, April 16th, did I say that right? 420, dude. 420. Oh, 420. 420. That's right, 420. 420, bro. Blaze it. 420, Kratos. Oh, boy. Um, so April 20th, not a March release date. It's actually 29 days after what was anticipated, but that's still hella close because it's January 24th, so we are, we are less than three months away from some God of War action. No I'm super hyped about it. Um, I feel like Sony has a killer year. I've said it before. You know, uh, next month is Shadow of the Colossus, which I don't. Are we, are we slated to talk about that? I mean, I think we can lump them together. Okay, yeah. So Shadow of Colossus looks amazing. Uh, the game, it's like it, I mean, it's not your typical remaster. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I so IGN does. Uh, uh, they do these good videos of graphics comparisons, mm-hmm. and so they were showing. PS2 and then it would swipe over to it's, the it's same insane. scene and the games just look not different in a way that's like oh it's not the same game but it's just the quality yeah and you can tell they went in and reanimated a bunch of stuff to make it more modern and um, just... I think they reanimated everything yeah and like the part where he's walking through the forest I was like holy cow there's a really cool there's a really interesting mini documentary about this guy who worked on the game originally and he's working on it now and he gave it to his 12 year old son like it was a new game and didn't like I guess his son didn't know he had worked on this game before and gave it to his son who's 12 and his son was like freaking out like what is this this is amazing and then it was just he, he the the dad said it was a really cool experience mm-hmm. to see his 12 year old son getting hype about a game that came out so long ago but I, I've, I've found myself just staring at screenshots like it's beautiful but basically on topic of that is that Sony's gonna have a killer year it starts with Shadow of the Colossus and then Two months, uh, two months, and some change away from that, you have uh, God of War. Um, David's not. David will play it, but he's not. <laughs> I have said, I'll concede that I will play it. It's very frustrating to me, as much as I love David and have so much joy in my heart for him. Every time we talk about this game, I find myself just being done talking to him for a couple hours because <laughs> <laughs> I can't be excited about it. It he, just doesn't look. For someone who loves and implores change in franchises, he is <laughs> this, not about this it. This one is the one I'm he not He is for. not about it. this I one. I mean, I get what you're saying. And I just, graphically, I think it looks phenomenal. I think the gameplay, I mean, granted, even if you if you want to compare it to Last of Us with the sun mechanic or Horizon, whatever, I, man. I actually had a good conversation with my buddy at work, Joe. Um where he said, but I feel buddy at work, Joe, if you're listening. I feel like your work are the only people who feel no, no, this no. way. He's super excited for God of War. Um, but he Joe. did make sure to point out that he doesn't know what happened in games where some of the most popular games and the most critically acclaimed are just uh, like, um, uh, what's the word when you're carrying someone through a mission? Uh, like, like you're... Because Resident Evil 4 is one long, um, like you're carrying someone with you, protect uh, quest uh, type okay, thing. Okay, and it's the you. same with Last of Us, where it's one long, you have to protect someone. Gotcha. Uh, and now it's looking like God of War is going to be one long, okay. my son. Okay, okay. But that makes for a good story. Okay. okay, yes. So let me jump on that. In the first ever trailer, when his son can't stab the buck... And he helps his son stab the buck. 
and then he goes to put his hand on his son and he withdraws that's that that's feels that's pretty like because yeah. the whole time you're like Kratos is treating his son like crap. He doesn't care about him. Yeah. And his son doesn't see it, but he goes to comfort his son. But then he does And then slow, like freezes mid, mid, mid distance between his chest and his son's shoulder. And then slowly retracts it and like looks off into the horizon at the dragon. I'm like, dude, that's, that's tears, dude. That's, it's feels. Now, if they don't do the feels right... It's gonna seem like just a really long protect fetch. Quest. I agree, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna capitalize on it. So, what do you think about this game, Seth? I think it looks really cool, and um, I don't know. I, I think we talked about it when they first revealed it, but it. I I didn't play any of the old God of War games and wasn't really interested in them. Um, but this one is definitely one that I am interested in, just because. Um, and because of that, that, that father-son thing, I think looks cool, um, and and just sort of the 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 the, the moody kind of atmosphere that it looks to have, as opposed to the you know all-out kind of rage fest that was the originals. Um, it sort of seems like a a more subdued and and and, and thoughtful kind of adventure. I think it, that's a great point. I think it also humanizes Kratos. Which is something he's a god, yeah. so we've we've never seen him truly care for something, and that's why I think in the trailer when he, you know, instead of getting mad that his son couldn't finish off the buck, like he prompts him and helps him do it, and the son is literally like, "I've disappointed my dad, like I I've let him down," and Kratos, you can see in that moment, is still really proud of what his son was. I mean, they just fought a giant freaking ogre, yeah. for God's sakes. I don't know. I, I think I overanalyzed things. I mean, his things. whole story is that he super loved his family and now their ashes are on his skin. Saying that he doesn't... This is the but first I'm saying, thing he's but cared you, about. But is, it's always been... No, no. But what I'm saying is it's always been revenge. Like, just... He's a very hard skin. Miserable person. and agonizing yeah. pain and I'm going to kill everybody. Where it's now, it's, it's, good, it's good to see him, like, in the flesh care about something i don't know i think i feel like it's it's more now granted you could say angst and rage are superhuman which they are but i feel seeing him care about something in the flesh and make decisions that aren't because i think there's going to be times where he's going to be like we can't we can't press on we'll see i will gladly i will be so happy if this game proves me wrong i will be too uh makes me eat crow but i I'm going in very negative already. But that's just because I want the game to be something else. And it is obviously not the game that they wanted to make. And I kind of blame... Well, it's the game they wanted to make. It's the game you didn't want them to make. Right. I kind of blame... It's the game I wanted them to make. And I read the Game Informer article um, just recently. And it seemed like kind of the reason they decided to go a different direction is because that stupid prequel game they had made didn't do well. Ascension. And that's because that game sucked and that you could tell they didn't care. There was a plat- it, there was a platforming part in that game I almost broke my controller. That game was bad. It was oh, so I remember that part. They, they like tacked on a multiplayer like stupid. You it was I don't know if it was Sony forcing their hand to make them make that game, but I mean overall uh whatever. I'm excited. David's going to play it. Andrea's going to play it. I am Seth play will it. probably play it. And you guys will get the full review come, come a little after. Finally, a game that we will all play and all be able to talk about. I agree. 
I agree. Oh, that is Which true. is phenomenal. You so guys will just have to actually put time into it and beat it within a week or two. And then I mean, well, actually, I guess we just take off work. It, not, not that it's as relevant. I mean, uh, relevant's a bad word. You guys are going to slap my hand for saying that. We're all going to play Kirby, which is before God of War, but that's not as like, it's not as a, it's not scaled as high as far as discussion. Because Kirby's Kirby. It's just Bef- fun. Before that, we should all play Watch Dogs. So, so uh, Andrea? Nif- nifty Bits? Yep. Oh, my Nifty Bits? Yep. Yeah, bring so, it. as I predicted, uh, We Happy Few got delayed. Ding, ding, ding. Who was right? I was right. But it is still predicted to come out this year, although it's it was supposed to come out April, and now they're saying it got pushed back until summer of this year. Now, they didn't give a month. Or a date, which means it can still get delayed. Yeah, it's very um, sketch. It's, it's very ambiguous. Yeah. it's delayed till summer. Right, exactly. But, you know. Now, and um, Compulsion Games took off the ability to pre-order it on Steam, so you can't Early even access preview. Yeah, you can't even go on there and, and buy it anymore. Which was a joke. Yeah, no, it was, and people complained, and they said if you guys want to get your money back, you guys can get your full refund back. Good. So at least that's good. Good on them. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's still slated to come out for the same consoles and PC, not the Switch, but everything else. Well, it's it's technically a pr- proprietary Microsoft game. I'm sure PlayStation still you'll get. It says available too. summer PlayStation 4, oh, Xbox wow. okay. One, and PC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, they must have changed the. Mm-hmm. I guess they've been getting just the exclusivity rights to the advertising, or like the um, the early access stuff that they did, which was nothing, which was stupid. It was, it was literally the walking dumbest around thing. the environment. I'm so, I'm so, so mad. I do that. Speaking every of day. games, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Speaking Walk of games, they're having uh, development issues um, or development. Uh, Woes and pains. Yeah, Yeah, because um, if you... There's one takeaway from Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, the book written by Drayson Schreier, which I tout everyone should read if you like video games. Uh, Game development is really hard, and you should realize that and feel bad for developers because it's not easy. Um, And uh, so Anthem, Bioware is apparently feeling a lot of pressure from EA... um, EA pushed them to announce that uh, 2018 time frame, apparently, which uh, has now basically been uh, realized as unrealistic and not going to happen. Which, during and, our 50 most anticipated games, didn't we all unanimously, unanimously agree that that was what was going to happen? I mean, I, I think so. I know um, we, we slated it as one, but I'm pretty sure like two or three of us said it's probably not coming this year. Um... But they apparently have had to pull people from um, the Dragon Age uh, re- Dragon Age Four um, game, which apparently has been rebooted from the ground up. Hmm. So there's stuff not working there apparently, um, and they are now looking at beginning like March to May of next year. Hmm. Um, so it's it's rough. It's kind of sucks because. I mean, this the main not that Bioware, main Bio, Bioware has a bad name, but uh, they do have a little bit of you know spit, not spit, but like uh, egg on their face from uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> That's a good description. Uh, egg on their face. Like it's uh, it it definitely 
doesn't look good for them, and I think that they're feeling a lot of the pressure from that. Um, Seth, do you have uh, opinions? I do. Uh, first of all, let's give credit to Jason Schreier, who, who wrote this article um, reporting all this stuff. Um, and I, I, just, I we talked about this before the podcast, but I and but I I take issue with your depiction of what Jason is depict, depicting in this article because you seem to have taken the, the the stance that everything that he talks about is is negative. Um, he he says right in the article it's not unusual for Bioware to pull staff from other projects as it enters the final year of production on a game. They did it on Mass Effect Andromeda and Dragon Age Inquisition. So that's not really a a sign of a troubled development. That's just a sign of, you know, normal development sort of kicking in the high gear to to finish the game. Um, the 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 thing about EA forcing them to announce it as fall twenty eighteen is something that is not in the article that we that we um postulated before the podcast. Um I think to to me you, you seem to have like yeah there it's a big game so there are going to be development issues but um you seem to I I read it more from the viewpoint that you know this is just normal game development woes for a big studio working on a big project like not even woes just like this is it like they said in in the in the article, game development is hard, um, and you know there's it's the it's a rocky road to get to the end often. So I don't I don't think things are as gloom and doom as you are making them out to be based <laughs> on what Jason wrote in this article. Um, I think I also added that because it's EA though, and EA has been nothing but gloom and doom lately. So it's well, not it's not certainly. hard to probably see that behind the behind yeah, the scenes. I mean it's it's not a hard assumption to make, but it is an assumption that you are making. <laughs> um and in it in the article again the the Jason goes he, he he writes about how, you know, it is easy to make kind of assumptions like that because um EA is sort of in in the public they call they say in the article that he's EA is sort of being portrayed like a Disney villain whereas you know the BioWare developers have a completely different relationship with them um so i don't know i think this is just it's it's a good good report about what is happening with the de- development of Anthem um and certainly BioWare they are under pressure for this to be good um both from outside and from inside their own studio because they know they're putting a lot into this game, especially after Andromeda sort of fell on its face. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't think things are as bad as you make them out to be. <laughs> David, rebuttal? <laughs> no, I just, I mean, like I said, I, I put more behind the demonization of EA because of their willingness to shut down studios when they're feeling good about a game they're making and stuff like that. So no, I feel you. it's uh I mean I just put more maliciousness behind it when I was reading it. 
because of the company they were talking about. And you guys know me. I just keep quiet on that topic now. If those two letters are involved, <laughs> I just kind of... I think about eating pickles and taking naps. Pickles? I don't know. It just yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my head. What else we got on the bits of Nift? Because we've got some awkward daddy hit mommy dinner ten- dinner table tension going on right now. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, so if you think that's tense, do you oh, know I know it hurts. sets conversations. Uh, um, the we're, we can talk about the Xbox Game Pass, and that'll round. We can round out that nifty bits because um, we're running on time. Um, but they announced this week, Larry Herb. And a bunch of Microsoft people announced that um, all new Microsoft first-party titles will now be part of the Xbox Game Pass. Um, day one, which right? Is day one. Um, which is now, also they'll which be is, on uh, they'll be on a PC as the you know yeah. whatever that thing is they have. Um, it but it's nine ninety nine a month. Similarly priced to Netflix, of course. And Gamefly. And Gamefly. And uh, you can just... Yeah. Uh, And you can just download these games right to your Xbox. um, The day they launch. And it's starting with um, Sea of Thieves, Mm -hmm. which uh, is a game, in my opinion, I... We've discussed it. I mean, we had a heavy discussion about it a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um... It, and they said that Crackdown 3 will be a part of it, as well as... State of Decay 2. Uh, State of Decay 2. Which, uh, part of the reason I feel like they're doing this, and I think that uh, I'm not the only person that thinks this, is that they're worried that these games might not sell, so they're going to get whatever money they can for them. Uh, especially Sea of Thieves. Um so if they can use it as a value proposition for a service they're already providing, then um, sure, that that person will pay to play it. If what they're doing is just having them on there for a month and then taking them off, that's still pretty cool. You get to try them for a while before you buy them, um, like how Netflix takes shows off periodically. Um, I. I meant to start a trial of Xbox Game Pass so I could speak a little more to how it works. Um, but as far as I know, you just you pay for it and then you download the game to your Xbox. And as long as you have Game Pass, you can play it. I saw. Um, I saw. Let me interrupt you. I saw a lot of EA Access comparison, but they're not the same in the sense that EA Access doesn't get the launch titles, and they and it's just EA games. It's just EA games, and they're vaulted. Pretty much, typically nine months to a year after release. So if you're if you're playing a game is contingent on EA access, you're going to be waiting for a while. Um, I thought it was a phenomenal. I've never I haven't gotten excited about Microsoft news, and I don't know how long. And this was one that I threw up in our group chat that I was super excited about because we had the long drawn out discussion about Sea of Thieves, and this pretty much makes that conversation null and void because for ten bucks versus the sixty. To give it a shot, I'll, I'll probably do it. Well, but. I mean, I will definitely do it. Because they they also said, along with that, that all Halos, all Forzas, all Gears of Wars, all future first-party titles will be a part of this. Which is they, yeah, it's awesome. The only thing in my mind that's negative, and Seth, you can cut me off if you want to. Want to 
Um, oh, he will. Uh, the only negative thing in my mind is that um, they could at any point raise the price of this um, this program. They could do it, like I said, and decide like, oh, well, we're giving it to you for a month and taking it off, that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it looks to have a pretty robust uh, library. It's like 30 games for 10 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe the list I was looking at was off and short. I don't know. Um, but the reboot of Devil May Cry and stuff was on there, so I'm going to download. I'm... And you can cancel whenever you want. There's no contract stipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can literally get it for $10, play Sea of Thieves. If you hate Sea of Thieves or if, you don't, if you're not interested in any of the other games, cancel it. You got your fair share. And then State of Decay, whatever State of Decay, Decay 2 comes out, if you want to play that, you re-sign up. Again, the price could fluctuate. They could raise it, but uh, I see it being a pretty fair, pretty fair deal, and it definitely uh, cures my Sea of Thieves scurvy. <laughs> so, Seth, how do you feel about this? It's good. Um, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably cop it when when Sea of Thieves comes out. I I had a trial of it once. My main issue is just there's not really that many good games on it um so i mean yeah they're you know it's 10 bucks a month and it's a bunch of games that i haven't played but there it's also stuff that i'm not really compelled in playing, to yeah. play in either um so i don't know it it, it definitely needs more games um before mm -hmm. people can start I calling never, it yeah. the netflix of microsoft games but yeah. it, it definitely will be useful to play sea of thieves with um when it comes out so yeah that, and that's good. That's pretty much where Good I'm for at. Them. It's a no-lose um, situation for Microsoft. <laughs> for consumers, or, or Microsoft, or consumers at that point. If you hate Sea of Thieves or whatever game you want to try out, you wasted 10 bucks versus 60 and GameStop, what's going to pay you maybe 50%? I think this is going to be the true test of retail store gaming. This is going to be, be the beginning of the, is this a viable option to own a video game store? Um, conversation because mm -hmm. games this is I disagree it's gonna you disagree yeah because I mean, I mean like if, I said, if that... you can if you can subscribe for $10 a month and get all the first party titles which is some of the main reasons that people buy consoles um, now see I would also disagree with that I don't think um, I think the majority of people the, the games that they play on their consoles are all third party stuff that are coming to both um, consoles, uh, like I said, there's there's not a whole lot of quality, so I don't know. I mean, that's fine. I use my <laughs> I use my PS4 for a first party machine, and then I, if I, if there's anything third party, I use my Xbox. I know most people use their PC for third party, and then they use. Their consoles for first-party stuff. I would also but, disagree with that. I don't. Well, you say I, I, I doubt most people use preference. their PC for that stuff. Um, well, but yeah, this the, is all the thing preference. is, the only way for it to be a real litmus test with a with a store is if it was every single Xbox title was available for ten bucks a month, and of course that would be terrible for business for <laughs> for Microsoft. No one would ever agree to that. Um, I, I don't see this phasing out anyone for anything. 
Now I will say that I'm a I'm more of a Sony guy, and my Xbox is only for first party stuff. Like I, the only game I play on Xbox right now is Gears of War and PUBG, which right now I mean PUBG is available on the computer, obviously, but at least with me, my Xbox serves as a first party machine. So real, the, if they're gonna literally put every con- like Xbox Microsoft console exclusive on Game Pass, they're gonna lose a lot of money because I'll just pay the ten bucks. But maybe they're not losing money because they're they're garnering money for me that I maybe wouldn't have spent in the first place. Uh, I guess yeah, like Andrea was saying, I guess it's just uh, buyer preference. I know in my house, my Xbox is a first party machine, but my PlayStation, I play everything on. Again, I'm not I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is. David was suggesting that Xbox Game Pass is going to sort of go um, up against like the the idea of GameStop as a brick and mortar game shop. Um, but I mean, the problem is it there's a very limited amount of titles that you're going to be able to get on this. Um, that you you still have to go, you still have to find a way to get these other games if you want to play it. No, I, I see what you're saying there. I think it was more or less like, it, it, you know, I prefer physical copies too, so I, I hope stores don't go out of business because I like physical releases. I think it was more or less like the, uh, I don't know if he meant it would put GameStop out of business, but it's more or less like a good test to see if GameStop suffers at all with like all the first party Microsoft stuff showing up on a digital platform versus buying them at like a GameStop or whatever. I think that's what he was trying to say. I'm yeah, speaking for him. He's right next to me. There's <laughs> no. I'm looking at the list of. There's over 160 games on this thing, and a lot of it is stuff that people would probably buy used at GameStop that they could just get on this for ten dollars a month. Which it's still, of course, well, with we'll set, see. With yeah, we'll we'll see. It, it still as doesn't a, look as someone Sony who has stuff. used it. I can say that most of the most of these games, yeah, people could. Um, they are games I don't think people would be buying. Just that's that's my opinion. I got you for sure. Coming from the guy who still plays Gears of War Four, <laughs> which is available on Xbox Game Pass. Do we have any other nifty bits? Uh, no. I mean, for for someone who wanted energy, man, Seth dragged it down. <laughs> <laughs> One Republic over there. Nobody can drag me down. <laughs> So am I, uh, am I going to be the Michael Cole and uh, introduce people into what we're going to do? Um, you can. We're at an hour and five minutes. Holy cow. So okay, maybe, so if we're... Maybe we move let's, into let's next Let's hold week. that off. See, see I, had, or... I, I had another idea. Um, just, just, just throwing this out here. Me and, when David beat uh, Mario Rabbids, and he posted a bunch of tweets about it, uh, we had a little back and forth. Um, and so I wanted to, to pose this to the group. What what other wacky um, Nintendo and Ubisoft crossovers could could we think of? One one of the things that I what what did I say? I said Mario versus Watchdog Kingdom Hacker. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, New Dog City would be fun to have like a Watchdogs. Uh, oh, dude. Person in there. Huh. So Ubisoft Nintendo crossover. It has yeah. to be Ubisoft and Nintendo. Yeah, Ubisoft and Nintendo. Okay, so I'm going to go with um, South Park and Zelda. What? <laughs> I mean, that works. I don't know. What's it called? 
It's called it's called Zelda and the Link to my fart. The link to my heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's get it instead of link to my heart, link to my freaking fart. I got it. Because South Park's all about farts and bones. So what? What? What's it? What? What's the game? What's the game entail? What are you doing? You're you're finding out who's cutting the cheese. <laughs> link goes on this quest link to find the... out who's cutting the freaking cheese. And which South Park character is cutting the cheese? I like well, it. Like... I'm, I'm in. Like cutting physical cheese with a sword, with oh, a no. master sword. Who's ripping it? Who's ripping the the butthole? Oh, I've got a good one. All right, so Seth, what was your game? What was your game called again? Uh, it was Mario versus Watchdogs Kingdom Hacker. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is your game entail? Uh, you know, I hadn't really thought much about it, but it, Andrea, it, it would be cool to to run around. Um, as Mario, like in New Donk City, beating people up with a with le- with a nightstick and and hacking into their yeah. bank accounts. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> with Cappy, though, he uses yeah, Cappy to, to hack, hack things. The, to hack into actually, th- this it's, this seems like more of a thing. You'd probably be in control of Waluigi, actually. Ooh, Ooh which Waluigi is a bigot, right, David? <laughs> yeah, he's a racist bigot. He's a bigot. Oh, boy. okay. Well, then, then he'll be the bad guy. I like it. No, I, I'm okay with you being the Waji. That's cool. Or Wario. Yeah. What's yours? What's mine? Yeah. David, go. I don't have one yet. David, this, oh. is, this was like, this is a good so, topic, but it got I, dropped. I cheated but by looking up the list of Ubisoft games. Of course you did. And I didn't know that they actually published this, um, but they published it in America, and I'm going to go with uh, Mario Ape Escape. Where you are going, you have to go and catch uh, Donkey Kong and his army of monkeys that he has given them helmets. Nice. And it I would like be it. a weird crossover between that. I like I'm it. I'm surprised you're not going for the obvious one. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I might be. So you okay. wait, wait a second, because I might be. Uh, um, my game working title. Yeah. Is called. Wait, what would your game entail? Did you say what it would? T- what oh, it would entail. Uh, I mean, similar Ape Escape because we haven't had a game like that in a long time, and I loved Ape Escape. Um, Shouldn't it be called Kong Escape? Yeah, <laughs> we'll call it Kong Escape. Thank <laughs> you, Seth, for the That's alley good, yeah. uh, that slam dunk. Uh, um, slam it. Will be Kong Escape, and you. So the bosses throughout the game would be the different members of the Kong family, and they would each have armies of monkeys that had skills similar to theirs. Okay. Um, and you would be playing as um, the typical, you'd be playing as the guy from Ape Escape. I think his name is Spike. I can't remember. Um, and you would entail, like, get the help of Mario and stuff, but you wouldn't play as them. Um, and you would have to go through the Kong family and um Hopefully the music would be done by Greg Kirkhope, and there would be a weird Donkey Kong rap that has to do with well, Ape Escape. Since all, uh, all you have to do is tweet them, well, and maybe it'll it'll I, come to fruition. I doubt it, but uh, yeah, I hope that would be weird. I like it. I like it. I like all of I like everybody's games. My game is called It's a Me Rayman. 
Oh, uh, the Rayman. I didn't think that was obvious when you were going to go for The Rayman drop. So here's what my game would consist of. It consists of all your favorite Mario characters, all of your favorite Rayman characters, and it would be a crossover of Mario Party games and amazing mini games from Rayman that deserve their own game. Like but the soccer game? Like the soccer game. And it would only be fun when you played with your friends. Exactly. It would be... <laughs> Which is the main issue with the Rayman series. It would be... Dude, well, no, we well, play Rayman with friends. Well, Mario... Yeah, you I'm can't saying, play Mario Party without you friends can't play, either. Well, I'm saying you can't play Rayman solo. It's, I it's, tried playing Rayman it, Legends solo. Yeah, it's not fun. And I no, wanted to it's throw not, my it's switch. Not very fun. It's easier... It Surprisingly, is it's way easier, it's super but it's easy, not fun. Yeah. So my game would consist of Rayman uh, and his buddies with Mario and his buddies. A lot of Mario Party and Rayman type mini games that you play with your friends. Uh, you could challenge each other. Like there could be a team of Rayman people versus a team of Mario people. However you wanted to do it, and then you know Bowser kind of comes in being a little fart knocker per um, usual. Per usual. And then maybe they have a reckoning moment where they have to team up, kind of like, you know, the Rabbids and, you know, Mario and them. But I think that would be really fun because I do like me some Mario, but I think Rayman is the most underrated platformer that exists. And you can have some of your platformer stuff, but I'd want to fo- focus more on, like, the soccer minigame from Rayman and the music levels where you, um, where oh, you yeah, do things so with the music. And then we could focus on a lot of those Really cool Mario, Mario Party, Party uh, mini games Mario that we missed. So that would be my game. What would you? What, what did you think I was going to say? Right. Uh, well, I, I, I got one. I got, go I got a perfect one. Okay. Ass- Assassin's Curb. I love it. I love it. It's just I a straight up like actual Assassin's Creed game, except you're Kirby. I love it. I'd play. Doing it. all the same. You're still killing people, beating still, up crocodiles, whatever. You still, but you're just, you still jump. You're just Kirby. You're just like a pink sphere. So I was I was going uh, I was thinking Chris was going to go with Far Cry and so oh I gosh. I picked Far Cry Prime which you would be Samus oh. in uh, and you would oh. have to earn like it would That's be open good. world and oh. no, it would be Metroid what? Prime yeah it'd be like Metroid Prime but Far Cry where you have to but Far like, Cry Prime is also good because it's Far be Cry hunting, Primal there would be a hunting mechanic. Oh, that's really good. In space. Yeah. Ooh. Good category, Seth. When I was thinking of Far Cry, I was going, like, the other end of the spectrum where you just drop, like, a guy from Far Cry onto Yoshi's Island. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much Far Cry 3, but Nintendo? Yeah. I mean, you're still... You've got the guns and everything, but Uh you're shooting, like, Koopas and, 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 and riding around on Yoshi. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's what I got. I like it. Go ahead. I got one. I got one. I got one. Oh, God. Go okay. Ahead. So it's Mario Kart The Crew. And so you play, you're, you have, you're the, you're the Mario characters, but your cars are the crew cars, but you can still have the special abilities, but you have to play on the race, the racing, the racing things in the crew. I'll do you one even better. I'll do you one even better. You've got the Mario, what I would want is the Mario characters Uh with their own cars with the socialization of the crew where you drive to different cities and you link up with each other and you're chasing after somebody who framed you and killed your brother. But I'm okay with them being in the regular cars too. But the socialization aspect, like give Mario Mario Kart a socialization hub, that that would be fire. That's a good category. I didn't know that Ubisoft also published the 
really great two Naruto games on the Xbox 360. Mm. All right, well, I don't think you can do that because that's a <laughs> that's a whole different license. Yeah, that was fun. Yep, that was fun. What if we did a what if we did a division Pokemon game? Hmm. Oh, so we forgot about I was, Pokemon. I was thinking of um, it would be Beyond Good and Evil Pokemon Snap Edition. I was thinking of um, Siege Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. What about like a division, five... division, but in like the Fire Emblem world? You don't have guns. Ooh, you have swords. Just o- I think Andrea is onto something though. Can you imagine if you had five on five Pokemon in like a just a permadeath, in a really enclosed a, area, a permadeath, like Seth would be like Seth would go MLG and for one, that game. One team has to. Has to that's good. defuse a bomb or whatever it is that you do uh, in Siege. I can't even remember. Yeah, that, that would be fun. That's be, that was a good category. So real quick, I'll let David handle it. But next week, I really want to do the Royal Rumble as we get closer to March Madness. So next week, if you guys are listening, we will do the Royal Rumble. I'm glad Seth kind of took it over because we were a little ill prepared for the Royal Rumble, but we were going to offer it to you anyways. But next week, after the WWE Royal Rumble, we will do our own miniature-scale Royal Rumble. If you like that, you will get a blasty blast out of March Madness, which we can't do till March. And it will span the entire month of March. And if that bothers you and it makes you yawn like Andrea just did, you will enjoy it. David? What am I doing? Are we we ending it? Are we announcing our giveaway? Are we waiting until next week? week? Next week? Okay. Because we'll do it as part of the Rumble. Gotcha. Good tease, good tease. Seth, would you like to end the episode in a special way? <laughs> or would you like to begin our, our descent into another hour of madness? I don't know, but I just thought Division would work perfectly with the Metroid universe. You, that's true, too. Yeah. Better than Far Cry. I think that, that's, that's a good. What, that's that was a good topic. I want people to know that me and Seth like each other. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. Yep. We yeah. just have very different opinions sometimes. Literally, <laughs> people who I make listen to the podcast who don't know you guys think Seth is a savage. <laughs> well, that's because he is. They're like, wow, he's a savage. I'm like, he's fine. It's just Seth. Him. It's, just, it's just you. You're Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. It is what it is. Reps for Jesus. All right, guys. Well... You know, Bone saws, Bone saws. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for sharing the episode with your friends. Uh, we're trying to get more prominent on Instagram and all the other social media outlets, and you can help us do that by doing the social media stuff, sharing it. Even if you want to let your friend know, if you're really into the podcast and you want to tell a couple buds, chicks, whatever, let them know, hey, I listen to this podcast called Suplex of Sticks. It's really funny. They actually really know what they're talking about, even though they act like they don't. Seth's a savage. Andrea's pretty cute, and she knows her stuff. Chris is an idiot, and David's I'm the host. I'm also cute. And you know, also kind of cute. You can, you can, you can let them know that. I'm glad that me and Seth both said we were cute. You can let them know that, and maybe they'll listen, and we will be eternally grateful. On that note, I'm trying to be a little bit serious, but I'm done. Good night, everyone. Good night, world. Good night. Bye-bye.